Oh shit. I forgot the rose. Cannot play God, then wash your hands of the things that you've created. Sooner or later, the day comes when you can't hide from the things that you've done anymore. Welcome back to a very special episode of Beers Beats Battlestar Galactica, where we, your co-hosts, Kaylee and Lisa, normally take you through the sci-fi original series Battlestar Galactica, but right now we're going to do a little uh, chat about the webisodes entitled Face of the Enemy that were released mid-season four, which I have been waiting for Lisa to watch for so long. Guys. <laughs> We touched on this last episode, but I am very, very excited about this. I am. I this can't is as even animated you. as you get. I think you think Just, I'm very animated. No, I know, but that's even more so. You're very excited right I now. I am very excited. I screamed. I have big yeses in my notes. We are drinking some rosé in a can. Shout out to more gays in space. I feel more like gays in space. I had some in my fridge and I rose thought, what's in a- space? Exactly. I thought, what's a really gay drink? Um, so this is a can of rosé. These things are lethal, by the way. My friend brought them over and boy, howdy. Every time I have a whole one, well, like a can I'm drunk. of wine it's is actually half a bottle. Like two glasses of wine. Yeah. yeah, it's half a bottle and it always gets me. But this is Bridge Lane Rosé, which is actually not bad. I'm not a big rosé drinker, as you, Kaylee, know. Hmm. Oh, it's got all this little info on the back. Oh, tell us. Uh, oak, 0%. It's unoaked. Sweetness, oh, oh. Um, zero re- residual sugar. Style is light, fresh, and fruity with notes of peach, You know who else is light, fresh, and fruity? <laughs> Woo! so excited um anyway so this is made in matituck new york matituck matituck on cox next road which also feels appropriate nothing has ever been more right than this cat of rosé um (laughs) yes so bear with us because we have just come off recording a very sad episode, so this is a nice little antidote. It actually is exactly what we need right now. Although this isn't a fun episode. No, it's really just the first 30 seconds that are fun, and the rest of it is kind of a nightmare. Well, look, I'm just happy about my new bisexual icon. Yes, the ultimate bisexual space icon. Absolutely. Felix Although, Kata. I will say... It is kind of indicated in the episode that he's not interested in women, mm-hmm. which I don't like because that's a race. We're going to get to that line. Great. I I definitely noticed that and yeah. it was weird. It hurt my heart. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to say just before we start that but I But I think give... it's said by a character who is shitty. Yes. So maybe that's just her shitty opinion. Correct. Okay. Correct. Okay. Because I don't think that... I think that most Cylons are bisexual, I think we've established. Have we, or is that just your headcanon? Maybe my (laughs) headcanon? We've established that, like... They all fuck each other. Six and Deanna kind of had a thing with Gaius also being involved. And then also Six had a relationship with a woman. She did, but that was... That was a very strategic move, I feel like. Mm, I think I it know. could have been one of those things where, like, I was sent here to pretend to be in love with you, but then I really fell in love with you. That's my head Okay, so one thing I do want to say before we start is just a big thank you to Jane Espenson because I listened to... So these, these are not easy to find. They're not on my DVDs. 
but they're not on any DVDs unless you live in Japan. Unless you live in Japan. Uh, but seven of the ten episodes have the audio commentary by Jane Espenson, which I listened to. And one thing she did say about this uh, plot with Gator is that he had been shipped as a gay character by a lot of the Battlestar Galactica community. Not just Lisa. Not just me. Uh, and she did not want like this this relationship, which was either going to be with a six or an eight, depending on who was available. It's like a big part of how this all came together was who was sort of around. I liked that it was an eight. I think it worked out better in the end, but it was originally supposed to be a six. Because uh, all six does is like have sex with everyone. Yeah. I was glad to see an it eight was, get yeah, get yeah. Yeah. I think it was, it did work out well in the end. I think originally it was supposed to be a six and an eight. And then one of them was mm. anyway, but uh, a lot of it was based. So they filmed this just after they filmed the plan. Um, and so a lot of the sets were being destroyed and a lot of the cast were tied up. And so they had to really work with what they had. Oh, that's interesting. Um, but one thing that she did say is that because she knew that was going to be a plot line and because she knew that Gator had been really shipped as a gay character that they didn't want to take that away from the fans and so they made a really concerted effort and originally it was going to be Nacho uh, who was going to be his boyfriend and then the actor was unavailable uh, but she's really happy that in the end it ended up being Hochi. Yeah, so I'm so happy that it's Hochi. Me too. Yeah. Um, so I think we should talk about the reason why these are only online and you can't get them anywhere except for some reason mm-hmm. in the Japanese DVD release. <laughs> um I don't know the full details and I'm sure people know more than I do, but basically I think this is part of the writer's strike was that um, sci-fi didn't want to pay anybody for doing the webisodes because it was considered promotional material. Mm. Uh, like the, essentially they viewed it as the same as like doing a commercial or something. Mm-hmm. And that's like part of your job and you have to do it. Uh, and they were like, we're creating these entire ridiculous like episodes of tv that you just happen to be putting online and everyone deserves to be paid for them so i think it was the writers that went on strike but it was also the actors were not getting paid for these Mm. uh, which is i guess why ultimately they couldn't release them on the dvds yeah it was something about the actors being paid i think i was on a reddit thread i think nobody was being paid for the webisodes which is why the writers had their strike yeah but also the actors weren't being paid Mm. Mm mm-hmm yeah. So that's as much of the story that I know. a lot of things together. The, the writer's strike in general, like mm. the big writer's strike was, uh, it was about a ton of stuff. And I think mostly it re- revolved around payment, but specifically for Battlestar Galactica, they went on strike from what I understand, because they were not being paid to create this, all of this extra content that was going online. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. So we love the Face of the Enemy webisodes, but also everyone should have been paid to make them. Yes. Yes. I'm sure that they get plenty of money now going around to Comic-Cons and just being dope. I mean, Not to say that that justifies anything, but I think (laughs) it came back in the end, you know? And you know what? Just gay icon bisexual icon yes we're not gonna let what happened sour our enjoyment of this thing it's just like you should pay people for their work you should pay artists mm, for their work absolutely but i think that if these hadn't have been created i don't know if they ever would have woven this yeah no i'm not against the existence of a webisode oh no i know just pay a bitch for a webisode i agree that's what i'm saying we're in agreement all right so somebody online called this this series, uh, Gata Interruptor with a bunch of red shirts. 
But also, I just love that this is focused on Gator. I do love it. It makes me very happy. He deserves it. Okay, so we should shout out that Jane was not the only writer on this. She was a co-writer with Seamus Kevin Fahey, who was the writer of the episode Faith that we just recently covered in season four, who was the, um, he's like the writer's assistant who Mm -hmm. got bumped up and like got to write an actual episode and then got brought on for this. Uh, And it was directed by Wayne Rose, who's done a couple of episodes. So like... Yeah, good, good little team. And I also love Jane because, of course, she said that in her podcast. She's so good at like just she's so humble. Like every time I listen to her talk on one of the podcasts, she's always talking about like, uh, oh, that was this person's idea. And like, you know, this was this person's thing. And like, oh, she's just great. I just love she's her. the best. We love her. Mm. We shouted her out on Twitter today. We did. Please write back. We love you. Tell us we're good. <laughs> Bear McCreary did. Now everyone should. <laughs> it might not get better than that. That was mm, pretty amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So let's get into a beat by beat of Face of the Enemy. Yes. Now I watched the first three as episodes and then I realized there was a full version online. So yes. then I watched that. So I don't are we just run it through like one I thing. We'll just run it through like one thing. Great. Yep. Um they're all it's too choppy to mm. do it otherwise. So uh we our opening shot is uh, nine days after finding the, like, devastated Earth. Um, and all we see is Gaeta super bloody and looking real rough. And there's some, like, dun-dun-duns where mm-hmm. we see some stuff that's going to happen. I love that they still had that even though it wasn't. An yeah, it wasn't episode. an official dun-dun-dun. Yeah, but, but it, it was. It still was. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then we immediately go to, like, three days earlier and... I feel like they're in a room that we haven't really seen. Like it's the room seems weird. Yeah, as I said, they were taken down. All but that's the like a room on Galactica. Yep. But I think that they were really limited in their set choices. Interesting. And it so seems a lot like of the stuff was being taken. A down. little conference room on Galactica that's yeah. ill used. Yep. I think. Or maybe it was used more in the plan. Maybe. But uh, yeah, they really had. And I think that's what's really cool about this is they really like it was really informed by what they had, like what actors they had. Um, so originally a lot of the scenes with Ty was supposed to be with Adama, but then mm. Edward James almost was tied up in filming. As I said, it was supposed to be a lot more six. Um, and then like, you know, the eight who the they call them sweet eight and yes. pilot eight. Um, oh, OK, I wrote. That's I what, knew the one was called Sweet Eight, so I wrote that. But the other one I wrote as Battle Eight. Oh, she well, I like that better because she's got her like uniform on. Yeah, I yeah. like I like Battle Eight. Battle um, Eight. But uh, but the reason why she um, was killed off so early is just because it's so difficult to film two eights in one room. That's what I figured. Yeah, and they were like, we have to find an excuse to get her off of the ship. Yeah, pretty much. Even if it makes absolutely no yeah. sense. And so that's what I think is kind of cool about this. Like they kind of like it's just they're working on the fly. They're yeah. trying to like no, make totally. it work. I think they did wonderfully with what they had to work with. Yep. Uh, so there's the scene with Ty and Gaeta where he's like, look, dude. You're not doing good. You got to take a week <laughs> off. Just like go get drunk, sleep it off. Go to the Zephyr. It's very important that you get on the shuttle that's going to the Zephyr. It leaves very soon. Go now. <laughs> <laughs> um, but before he goes, he meets up with his lover who gives him some drugs because he's the best boyfriend ever. <gasps> he just rolls up with Morpha and doe oh eyes. Oh my god, it's so good. Oh. It's so good. And then they you like 
I honestly forgot to. I think I watched these probably when they came out. I'm genuinely not even sure if the I did. The second or if I, I saw just him, heard I about knew. this so much. Yes. Um, but yeah, you kind of don't think they're gonna go there right away, and then it's just like, thanks, honey, and they have a big smooch. I know because I was like, he's his lover. It's Classic me smooch. shipping Gator with everyone. And, and usually people on Balsar Galactica have too close conversations anyway. Like mm-hmm. body proximity is just but a little too close. But you could tell when you walked in, it was yes. like a thing. Like yes. the acting was great. And also then- I didn't tell you what to expect, but I was for several weeks. Like people are going to want to know what you think about this episode. It's true. Oh my God. I died. I died. She called me and she was dead. I just she called me from the beyond i just want to thank everyone because i know that a lot of you have been listening to me make this prediction for such a long since time since probably the first time you saw gator i you think just pretty much yeah. i called it so early and i don't anyway my so apparently i have good gator <laughs> do you notice even the name is the same i just had to work really hard to not spit this drink out <laughs> <laughs> gator it's better in your it's a better pun in your accent is it gator gator oh where yeah. i'm like gator gator oh of course yeah, yeah. In- no it works better in australian <laughs> <laughs> anyway they have a beautiful kiss and you can go on our twitter and find a gif of it that's my gift which forever. is what i just i watched it probably for five solid minutes today i was just like I'm just going to watch them smooch over and over and over and over and over because <laughs> I love it so much. I've been begging for gays in space since I joined this podcast and finally I get a little action. Well, I'll drink for a say to that. Cheers. Cheers. Mm. So, yeah, we have Sweet 8 and Battle 8. We have a Cylon hating generic white guy. <laughs> we have a couple of pilots and Gata who are so... all going on this mis- this 15 minute Mission to the Zephyr. So, a 15 minute tour. <laughs> Fun fact about the actors. Uh, the people who are actors, we have not seen them before. Um, we kind of, I think they kind of needed people that we hadn't seen before. Red shirts. Um, yeah, yes. <laughs> uh, but these people were all people who had auditioned for the plan and not got the parts and so they went back through audition tapes and like tapped a few of them on the shoulder to just be in this very short episode i love that and i also thought they were very good well that's what jane said she was like they were all so great and it just felt like they understood the vibe of the show Mm -hmm. where a lot of times when you bring people in like in season four of a show they're like they can't quite Mm. fit you know everyone felt like they were just old pals from the beginning for sure and i think that was really nice i think i wonder if actors did get paid maybe they must have got something because it kind of sucks i mean i guess it's okay i know like it you should pay actors but i think that like if it was just a very small episode like this and they were like do you want to just come and like do this cool thing no it probably paid them eventually would be a big deal i wonder I do. If actors they brought on for the web series might have actually gotten paid, where actors who were already contracted, it would have been promotional work for them. Oh, yeah. But again, I'm just guessing, and this was many years ago, and for we sure. have no idea. Well, if anybody knows, let us know. Yes. I'm too scared to go too deep on the Reddit threads for fear of spoilers. That is probably smart. Reddit does not care if you have watched this series before or not. 
so they are on their little journey to the Zephyr. It's supposed to be smooth sailing. And then, oh, no, there's an emergency and the whole fleet has to jump. And they're like, we can make it to the Zephyr, but they cannot. Mm. Uh, so then they jump. But when they jump, they're all alone. Which is insane. And that is a very small place. And can I just say that, like, Gaeta has to be one of the best slash worst people to be a backseat driver in this situation. <laughs> because they're like, these things, this season is like, no, please, let me handle this. No, I it's know more um, my tagline for this, which I think is an exceptional tagline for anything is these calculations just got non-linear. <laughs> it's so nerdy. It's really nerdy. It's such a Gator episode. It makes you so happy. Uh, yeah, so they jump. They're all alone. They're like, oh no, where are we? Cavill could be anywhere. Cavill, Cavill, Cavill. Yes, we are really hitting that one on the head. Yes, building him up to be the biggest big bad that ever was, which doesn't feel quite like where we left things with Cavill, but I guess, yeah, I don't know. Maybe if you include the deleted scenes where he's like... Yeah, where he's like that. Yep. <laughs> um, Their jump drive is not responding. Space science. Space, space science. science. The space science is they jumped over the red line, which I don't quite know jumped what that means. The moon. That's what I... <laughs> only thing to do is jump. Over the red line. That is my character. How dare you, Joanne? Listen, you didn't you didn't do it fast enough. Joanne's a proactive girl. <laughs> Someone's got to make the joke. If no one does, Joanne will. Uh, that's fair. <laughs> All right. So basic white guy is uh, praying with his little medallion to Poseidon, who I guess is the god of ships. Yes. That name sounds like a Pokemon. Is it a Pokemon? Poseidon is a Greek god. Yeah, I knew that, but I feel like uh, it's used for something like pop culture-y. I don't know about Pokemon. Maybe it's not Pokemon. Anyway. Pokemon never quite reached me. I was too cool for it. Ah, okay. I wasn't cool at all, but I was too cool for it. You know what I'm saying? I think the um the like the idea of something being too cool for you by definition means that you are not that cool. Like if you think something is too cool for you, you're not cool. Yeah, I think that's how it goes actually. Yeah, I mm -hmm. think that the essence mm -hmm. of being cool is just being like, yeah, I'm going to do a super nerdy thing and I don't care. Whoa. Like for example, starting a Battlestar Galactic podcast. Oh, this is cool as frack. Super cool. We're the coolest right now. <laughs> actually, we're the hottest right now. Like, but physics really hot. It's so <laughs> hot in here. <laughs> we are sweating everywhere. It's all for you. <laughs> it's all for you. <laughs> God. Okay, guys. Right. We shouldn't all ever right. do back to back recordings. Nope, because we have had beer and, and scotch we, and wine. It was an episode <laughs> that needed all of those things. Yes, it's very important. Okay. So, uh, literally, my next note is just space science, space science, space science. Great. Uh, which amounts to, oh, no, we're lost and we can't jump. And Sweet 8 then is like, hey, Felix, it's me. Don't you recognize me? Like, because, no, because you all look the same. Yes. Um, but also, I will say that one comment that was made is that when they originally made these characters, I think one thing that Jane said was like, oh, you should do their makeup differently to the costume department. And they were like, um, we don't need to do that. 
have yep. you seen this bitch act? She's amazing. She got this. Yeah. So and, and then, she do. She do. She do. And got Jane this. really did comment on that. So my notes for this part are: Don't you recognize me, Felix? Whoa! And then in capital letters, bisexual icon? Question mark? Question mark? I think you can change those question marks to exclamation points. I don't know because then, uh, but I guess she's being deceitful because I am going to in my, look, there's not enough bisexual representation. I agree. And I think Jane is on the record as saying he's bisexual. So we're just going to own it. Amazing. We're going to own it and love it. I also think this episode does allude to the fact that he had a relationship with Baltar. We'll get there. Uh, I think that's. I'm holding on to it. I again think that's your headcanon. Hey, 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 hey. Even if it wasn't a relationship, they had a threesome one time at least, and he's in love with them. If you say so. Hey, I think that my whole thing about Gator being in love with Bolter, I think I think that's definitely there. Proven, and I also is canon for me that they <laughs> this had a threesome is one of those once. Episodes that I wish was a video. Okay. <laughs> we're making a lot of faces. Except we're both super sweaty and not wearing that many oh, clothes. Oh no, it would be it would be ugly. <laughs> But it would be worth it. Well, like Ronald D. Moore said in the last episode, <laughs> make it uglier. Oh, we're working on it. <laughs> Have some more rosé. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so it's been two days now since Gaeta's ship jumped away. And Hoshi is like, Colonel Ty, I know. just give me, give me a ship and a pilot and let me just go look. Because... There's like magic or God or whatever in the universe. And it'll help me find him. And then he's like, we are. And then just like trails. He off. does. He says, me and Felix. Too much loss. <laughs> <laughs> Which I think I genuinely think the way they're playing it is not in any way like Being I don't want to reveal this because we're wicked. gay and you might be homophobic. I think it's because there's always been a thing about our people who work together on mm-hmm. Galactica allowed to date. And also I think as well, like, I mean, I don't know. Maybe there's silent elements playing into it too. We don't know. But I never read that as I'm ashamed of being gay. No. And later on, he goes to say like, oh, you know, it took us a while because Felix is, has such like a moral compass. And I, I do. It's, it's the same thing with Dee and Apollo. Like they were hooking up forever, but they, mm. she was really insisted on keeping it so secret mm. because it's against the rules. Yeah. I didn't read anything in this episode as being uh, queer phobic. Mm-mm. No, I think it was queer celebratory. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I'm so excited, guys. I just, oh, it's such a payoff. It's I want it to be in the main series. Years. I want it to be in the main series, but I'm glad it exists. It's been two years. <laughs> guys, two years. <sighs> two years of me making this prediction. I'm going to go back and watch that gift some more. Oh, my God. I'm so, I almost, I just thought about, like, making it, like, my background on my facebook pro- i don't even know what else i can do with it but i will find things i'm just i'm so happy just wallpaper your room with i think i need just kissing. like a shrine to alessandro giuliani somewhere in here i love him that's um, definitely cute and not creepy <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh and then i have a note that says if they kill gator i will exit this show <laughs> i believe that you would I, I've got to be honest, after just losing D, I am pretty sure that if they kill Gator, I will seriously, like, I'm going to finish this podcast for you guys, but my heart won't be there. Oh, I'm trying to look at your face to read if they're going to kill him. 
you are not going to say anything with your face. I it's all that theater. Do you, babe? It's all that theater acting. Yeah. So good at the poker face. Yes, no, yes, no, yes, no. <laughs> um, okay. So Ty does soften in this moment and he's like, let me run it by the old man. And I think, um, I don't know, depending on the order you watch these episodes in, this is actually the first moment where you're like, oh, Ty's asylum, but he's still holding his job. Mm. Like everyone knows and he's still the XO. And actually, and if he's running it by the old man, this must be after episode 11. Right? Yeah. Okay. Mm, interesting. I think... Uh, I think they are a little sketchy on the timeline. I think we want to like blame ourselves and be like, we're not good enough fans. We don't know exactly when it happens. And I think they're just a little sketchy and didn't quite do all the work to get there. Oh, but they weren't being paid. So let's just give <laughs> fair, them that. Fair enough. Uh, so on the Raptor, their big problem right now is they only have 20 hours of air left. And they have no idea where the fleet is. So this one guy's basically just like, try not to breathe so much. <laughs> like, that's his solution. He's Great like, we should advice. all sleep as much as possible, which becomes really important yep. for this plot line. Also, I just love that Gator, uh like just hits up with the whole thing and Wolfer. And I'm like, correct. I would probably yeah, do the same. Yeah, fair. Same. Go out high. Um, but they're like, oh, my God. We're we're cutting back the oxygen levels to conserve oxygen. That means we can everyone might get like depressed and crazy. Mm -hmm. Whoa. And I think this whole time, especially with the way they opened the thing, you're meant to believe that Gata killed all those people. Like you're meant to think that that was probably what happened. Uh, hmm. I think they were trying to frack with you. I think they were trying to frack with you. And I, I think don't think that they 100% accomplished it. No. But I think they were trying. I never thought that Gator did it. You don't have it in your heart to think that Gator <laughs> killed people. Okay, maybe not. You don't have room for that in but your heart. I thought it was, but you were right. I thought it was the basic white guy. Uh, so I was wrong. Um, but I think that... Wasn't he the first one to die? <laughs> no, the second. Okay. Uh, I thought the basic white guy killed uh, who I thought was Athena. And then I was like, it's not Athena. If, no. if she died, it's not Athena. If she died, it's not on a webisode. Exactly. <laughs> so... <laughs> um, Anyway, so uh, Battle 8 or Pilot 8, whichever you prefer, uh, when she died, which obviously was a convenience thing because it was like hard to have them together. Uh, two things about that. Firstly, when Jane first wrote the script, she did not include the floating out to space because she didn't think they would have the money to do it. So she's just like, <laughs> the door closes and it's obvious that the 8 has just been floated. And then the... Oh, um, I love our girl Jane coming out of Buffy, <laughs> learning to write on a budget. And then, uh, and then the director director actually was able to squeeze it in which is great yeah no it was a good effect she it was, was all really like good. stiff already yeah it yeah. was really good and then so i think that what happened is as a consequence of that which was not necessarily intended was that uh it looked like it could have been a human and then originally in the uh in the webisodes when it was a six and an eight one of their webisodes oh. was a whole thing of gator being asleep and the six and the eight talking about how they killed all the humans. Oh, and crack. Jane said it was like her favorite one of them, but then they couldn't get Trisha Helfer. Oh, I would love to read that shooting Trish, script, though. as she calls her. Because um, they're yeah. friends. I would assume that everyone, I think, is amazing as friends with each other. Uh, so, yeah, so that was... Anyway, that's an interesting little tidbit. I love that. I love that. I love Jane and Trish hanging out. Mm. I love every part of it. Okay. So we have this whole thing about the pliers. 
which so the the yeah 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 the Why white the white there's one of the white guys is under there like being like no i can't do it and then <laughs> battle eight is like give it to me i'll do it and takes the pliers and goes under the thing and gets electrocuted um and this is one of those moments where like I mean, we just talked about this and I'm sorry to bring mm-hmm. it up again, but like Dee shoots herself in the head and they're like, medic, medic, medic. <laughs> and this girl gets electrocuted and it's just like two seconds on the pulse <laughs> on the neck. She's dead. She's it's definitely so dead. There's no question. <laughs> Let's not even try to save her. Oh, it's so good. I love it. I, love I will it so just, much. I just have to shout out. I just got, uh, a message from Melia Ooh! who did not even realize that there was a plot line of this because obviously she hasn't seen the webisode. Yeah. So she's like, I remember that he gets a good plot line, but I do not remember that he uh, that he's gay. So I just now need to send her the first webisode. Yes. Um, but um, anyway, she says hi, I guess. Hey, Melia. She said, I'm glad your theory paid off. At least I think you had that theory. It's been a long while for her since we did this. You definitely um, had that theory. I can confirm. Yep. Uh, yes. Anyway, just wanted to let you guys know that I told her. <laughs> you told her and you were right. Uh-huh. Oh, anyway. Melia. Yeah. Uh, there was a whole bit about who stripped the pliers of their protective rubber coating. So it's such an easy thing to do. It seems like someone just went like swoop swoop really quickly when no one was looking and Mm -hmm. really it seems like that would be something that would take like a knife Mm -hmm. and a long time to accomplish it depends but yeah it depends on the pliers i know all about pliers Um, hey do you see these shelves these shelves look expertly hung Except for all the extra holes in the wall that I made. Except for that. Did he, I feel like you did not use pliers in the hang of these I shelves. I didn't. Okay. I did borrow a hammer from a neighbor and a if drill I had a from hammer, a friend. I tell you what I'd do. I'd hammer till the morning. I'd hammer in the evening. And all the day. All over this land if I had Damn a hammer. Damn it. I couldn't remember the words. Once you get a hammer, you find you don't hammer I... as much as you thought you would. Yeah, well, I figured I didn't need one. And then I went to ask the bar across the street and then they weren't there. And then I was just walking past my neighbor's house and I was like, hey, buddy, I live upstairs. Do you have a hammer? It felt like asking for a cup of sugar. Mm -hmm. Now I just have, if I had a hammer in my head. (laughs) I'd hammer in the morning. I'd hammer in the evening. All over this land. I mostly was just quoting the Ellen stand-up bit where she talks about that song. Have you heard the song? I'm sure I've heard it like once or twice. The thing is what's happening... But in my head, it's Ellen DeGeneres speaking the words. Ah. That's why you remember the words better because I just remember the tune. But I will say that... That's also why the punchline is, once you get a hammer, you find you don't hammer as much as you thought you would. It's true. Hmm. Oh, so that wasn't you. I thought you were being funny. No, it's Ellen DeGeneres. Okay. Another... Another gay woman with short hair, I guess. Yes. We're exactly the same. Exactly the same. That was my point. <laughs> um, yes. I am actually hearing that song on my head and also seeing the Pink Floyd, the wall hammers going from side oh, to side. You're, you're all over the Look, music land. I have had 
all the drinks a lot of drinks all the drinks <laughs> all the drinks let's keep going okay let's let's finish this we have doing, already this is gonna be our longest episode and it's like a half an hour <laughs> <laughs> oh wow we're not even up to the th- no we're at the first new caprica flashback okay when there is Gaeta hands over a list to sweet eight and there is meaningful eye contact that implies bisexuality. Yes, that's where the that's when we got on a tangent. Bisexual uh, icon? Yes. So we've already done Battle Eight gets electrocuted. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's it's sweet eight who's like, Oh my god, you guys look at these pliers. Someone stripped the coating off these pliers. Racists. Cylon haters. Mm. She did it. Yeah. She did it. Don't trust her. Whoever smelt it dealt it. Mm-hmm. That's the lesson here. <laughs> <laughs> I've had a lot of drinks. This is the high comedy that you get. You paid for. Not many of you, but no. some of you pay for. Some of you. And that joke was just for you. It was just for you. Uh, Gata determines that it was an accident. And then they're like, we have to dump the body because it's too expensive to have two eights around. That's not, <laughs> I mean, that's not what they said, but that's what was going on. What they say is the Methane, body will start blah, to blah, give blah. off methane. Dr. Fox, tell us if it's true. <laughs> it seems like a really risky plan when their entire problem is we don't have enough oxygen. And it they're does. like, no, hey, we'll just suck all the oxygen into the tanks. And then we'll dump the body and then we'll swoosh all the oxygen back into the room. Sounds like nothing could go wrong. Space science. Space science. Uh, and then Sweet Eight comes up to Gator and is like, I have an idea. I'm going to run it by you and everyone's sleeping, which they have to do because we're low on oxygen. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So we have another flashback with a with the list of missing people. Mm-hmm. Sweet Aid is like, oh my god, I'm trying and like, but the ones are really good at keeping records. Which one are the ones? I have that in my notes super early on. I'm not sure, but while you look that up, uh, one thing I want to say is that uh, the names on the list are names of crew members because you need to get names cleared or something before you can use them in a television show. Uh-huh. And Jane was like, I was what? Cause I didn't recognize any names mm. and I was wondering. Yeah. And Jane was like, I don't know if the reason is because that's legal. Like it's already in their contract or the crew members probably just won't sue us. And if that's the case, then I hope they didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I hope it's more of like, Hey, I'm proud. My name is on there and not like, Hey, I'm going to sue. Well, That's what I figured, but I just thought it was really funny that um anyway i just thought it was really funny that she was like yeah they're crew members but it's not for any reason except that we didn't really have the budget to clear all the names and so (laughs) we just put crew members and hope for the best that's actually a process i never thought about i never thought about it too like do you have to clear every single name before you use it on a television show because i guess there's i don't even know i don't even know where to start with someone who is a lawyer tell us a lawyer an entertainment for the lawyer? entertainment industry. Yeah. I'm sure we have several of them in our vast fan base. <laughs> Please contact us. Um, the ones are cavils. Uh, evil, evil, big bad cavils. I see. Good at keeping records of the people they kill and torture. Mm-hmm. Uh, and sweetie just like, don't worry, Gata, sweet Gata, I'll get your people out. Liar. Such a liar. Uh, but on the Battlestar, 
Racetrack and Hoshi are coming to the rescue. Also, can I please call out Racetrack's line that I love as someone who's been shipping forever. I've been making bank on it since forever. Or making book on it. Is it book or bank? I can't remember. I'm actually not sure. It It was kind of hard to. There's no subtitles on this because it's all on. It's all illegally uploaded <laughs> i think she says i'm making book on it since forever i think you're right also did we get these sent to us when we got some stuff sent to us because sometimes fans that we will never mention by name send us illegal things our lovely lovely fans when we're like we want to cover this but we'll we don't the rules know if us. we have it yeah, yeah. um uh, we should check that out possibly i'm not i know it was recommended that you watch it but i'm not sure if it got sent to us okay all right um yeah that conversation comes later but it's so good it's really uh, yeah yeah it's great so uh they airlock the other eight and then everyone has a nap because that was a lot of work um and then we see gaita's leg stuff and it's all scabby and looks unpleasant which like a lot of these scenes jane's like i'm not even sure if that was a scene from here if they just pulled it from elsewhere oh really I don't it know. looked like it was filmed very specifically, like in the Raptor for mm, this episode. I'm not sure. Hmm. There are a lot of things where, yeah, she also was like, I am a really, I think I'm a person who really hates needles and blood. And this script has so much of all of those so things. So <laughs> much of all of those things. <laughs> and well, I guess when you're writing it, you don't have to s- actually witness it being put on mm. the screen. I mean, eventually, obviously, yeah. she watched it, but... Uh, nice nice of her to face her fears that way <laughs> uh so Gata's like in pain and he gets out his morpha that his boyfriend so lovingly procured for him uh and sweet it kind of like opens her eyes and sees what's happening and then pretends she's still sleeping uh and we have another flashback where she's like i tried to save all your friends and i couldn't i'm so sorry but like why don't you make another list mm-hmm. just keep giving me as many names as you possibly can think of and uh i'll take care of it and then they have a smooch and that's when we know for sure that Gata is a bisexual icon yup mm-hmm. that's where i have my note that says i feel seen mm-hmm so much more gays uh, in space yes we finally have them mm-hmm. it's not starbucks but i'll take it starbucks gay starbucks queer as hell mm-hmm. so sweet aid is like hey i'm gonna do that trick where i put the wire in my hand and connect to the ship which also like keeping in mind this was originally written for a six uh Jane was really excited about because Six had never done it before. Oh. But obviously, eight. But then up. they were like, yeah, Gator was like, oh, one of your model did mm. that before. Mm. I saw that happen. Uh, and then they're like, oh, no, the basic white guy, he has taken a lethal dose of Morpha. And Which is something very important for later in the episode. Yep. Uh, very important. Mm. So the, like, pilot people are like no we have to tie her up she definitely killed him and gate is like it might have been a suicide i trust her uh and he shouldn't he shouldn't spoiler alert (laughs) so he there's like a moment i don't know if it's flashbacks or dreams but i like to think that gate is just like dreaming of all his lovers because he's yeah he's seeing like hoshi and he's seeing sweet aid and now we're seeing his other lover Mm. 
we're gonna get there we're gonna okay. get there not yet okay. um, I got, I- he wakes up and i've just been calling her sweet which gives me uh once more with feeling buffy feels <laughs> um she's untied and gate is like she's like do you trust me and gate was like i was gonna untie you myself oh oh how nice he's like take this little little exacto knife and then my next notes just say, ew, 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 because I think she's cutting her hand open and shoving a wire into it. Yep. Uh, and she's like, oh, I'm so lightheaded and like you can't project, but like I'm trying to project to our special candle tent where we used to make sweet love on New Caprica. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't we all wish for a candle tent? Don't we? Mm. The height of passion. <laughs> uh, and they kiss, but then he's like, I have someone now, which means... They don't kiss yet. They oh. go to kiss. Oh. And then he says, I, I have, have someone, someone now. now. Okay. Which was very important and very important for Jane that he didn't just willy-nilly just make out with someone, even though apparently they no, break up his, anyway. His relationship but with Hoshi is real and it's special. And it they're, is. They're and I think it was important that he say that also yeah. because everybody thinks bisexuals are sluts and not all of us yes. are. But so, I mean, I probably am, no, but I'm not sorry, all of just, us I've are. I've talked to some like people who really do not understand what bisexuality is and it infuriates me. Uh, and I am glad that at least in this moment they were like, Hey, bisexuals are often monogamous. Yes. Yes. A hundred percent they are. And then And that shouldn't be a crazy revelation, but somehow it is. People assume that they're promiscuous. Yeah. It's absurd. Yeah. And hashtag not all bisexuals. Hashtag yes. But like at times in my life probably me. <laughs> but also that. <laughs> Oh, within reason. I'm not like one to go meet a random person in a bar. I'm just, you know, haven't been in a long term relationship. Let's for a not while. be slut shamey and let's also not be biphobic. Uh, exactly. I'd appreciate that from all of you. Mm-hmm. All right. Oof. So anyway, sweaty. I wrote so many hearts next to I have someone now. Aww. Uh And then we get this lovely conversation with Racetrack where she's like, it's about time, you guys. Uh, and they have they talk a lot about like how Gata is a really moral person. And she's like, oh boy, that moral compass will really get you killed. Whoopsie, sorry, I forgot <laughs> we're looking for your lover who is presumed dead. I love racetrack. I do too, so much. I do too, and I'm glad that she was on the ship with um Hoshi, Hoshi and not Gata and that she didn't end up dead in a web series because that would have made me really sad made me very angry I'm glad I think they were, usually we really get mad when they choose randoms and then try to make us care but I think that they were never really trying to make us care about any of these people no and I think that was a fine choice yep me too yes uh and so. then my my notes basically for the rest of the episode are just oh my god and phew okay like P-H-E-W. That is the roller coaster that you're on. Yeah. Oh, my God. Phew. And oh then that's just one quote, Phew. which we'll get to. All right. I have more coherent notes yeah. as is my your want. Your way. Yes. yes. Uh, so they jump again now that Sweet Eight has the wire in her arm. Um, and still nobody's there, but she's like, I'm going to send a pulse. And if anyone is around, they'll come find us. But maybe it'll take 10 hours. And then Gata's like, Hey, guys up front, we just sent a pulse. It's so exciting. And then all their throats are slit. 
Oh no. I'm and laughing not because their throats are slit, but because Kaylee just did amazing hand actions. I am I'm the best bad actor. Yeah. Yes. That makes me sound like a porn star. Bad acting? Does it? Bad acting? Oh bad acting. Bad. I think you said bad acting and I was like, how dare you say that about porn stars? They're working for their they, they do their shit. Exactly. Yeah. Uh and he looks back and sweet eight is just like see what happened <laughs> well at this point <laughs> i think you're still supposed to be questioning who did it except i obviously never thought gator would never ever do thought that. he had it in him and he didn't and you were right um it reminds me of i'm gonna do a little shout out to my vampire diaries fans because i just discovered a vampire diaries podcast and so i'm re-watching the absolute trash that is this series that literally has it's like seven or eight seasons of Vampire Diaries and then five seasons of the originals and then one season of Legacies. Like it is a freaking ridiculous. It's I love it. It's it's like a soap opera with vampires and everyone's too good looking and I love it so much. Anyway, uh Alaric in like season three, which is where I'm at right now. Because he keeps resurrecting with the ring and he's like having these episodes where like he's killing people, but he doesn't know because he's being possessed. And so that's the only way that I would believe. (laughs) I mean, it's a classic tale. (laughs) Uh, And so that's the only way that I would believe that Kato would be killing people. And this is the trash that I have been watching. This is how I deal with that. I think this is the trash that Edward James almost had it in his contract that BSG would never do. Exactly. So it's why I don't have a show about the Vampire Diaries, but I do commend the women that do it. The podcast. They're doing a service. They are. It's called the Vampire Diaries Diaries. Clever. Look, it's great. Um, They're lovely. But anyway, I look, this is how I deal with difficult times in my life. Mm-hmm. I think it's valid. Find a bingeable show. Find a podcast commenting about said <laughs> bingeable show. And then all your waking hours are covered with content and you don't have to ever think about anything that's happening in your own life. It's because perfect. when I can't watch something, I can usually listen to exactly. it. Exactly. Um, and then I also feel like I have friends. <laughs> <laughs> I hope that's how people feel when they listen to us. That's what happened when Kaylee Kaylee went away for one week. And I was like, I need more friends. (laughs) Where can they be? Oh, this Vampire Diaries podcast. What was that? Something fell. Did it fall? Something fell off the bed. Oh, it was my phone. That makes sense. I thought it was like a vampire. A gun. A diary. Okay, we got to finish this shit up. It's hot in here. All right. So. Hoshi is telling Racetrack, like, Gata wouldn't give up on me, so I'm not going to give up on him. And Racetrack is like, like, yeah, but eventually he'd have to where he would die. So <laughs> just when it stops making sense to look for him, we have to stop looking for him. And like that time is now. <laughs> She's like, do you want to go home, buddy? And he's like, yeah. Racetrack's my favorite. She's so practical and so perfect. Mm hmm. Um, you could say she's practically perfect you could in every way <laughs> so Gata's like no you did it you did all the murder and sweet Ada's like I did it for us because this is our air and no one else's air <laughs> no one else is allowed to breathe it uh, and she has this like really intense line about there's a fine line between ignorance and hope there's a fine line between ignorance, ignorance and, and hope, hope. <laughs> 
Uh, and she reveals her master plan all along on New Caprica, which was, you gave me the names of all the people that we killed. You just miss Kaylee dramatically turning a page. Continue. I did. And then my next note is Sleeping Naked Gata, <laughs> which is, I think, a screen cap that I took and I will post just for oh, you. And he has, thank a, you. he has a tattoo. And I feel like that's probably Alessandro Giuliani's actual tattoo. <laughs> Because I don't think they would have gone out of their way to give him a tattoo for a one second scene where he's sleeping. Uh, and there's this moment where another eight comes into the tent and they sweet eight hands off the list. And she's like, kill everyone on this <laughs> list. And it's like, I get that we're going for drama, but you didn't have to have this conversation in the tent where he's sleeping. Oh. You didn't have to do it. It's great though. It is. It's so Kill unbelievably dramatic. So this is the line that feels like by erasure. Oh, this is the one. Is it nobody forced you to play both sides? Oh, oh no. no, but that's kind of there too. Yep. Yeah. Uh, no, but this is sweet. Eight's line is oh, I'm yeah. a woman and a Cylon. I didn't seduce you. Hope seduced you. And it. I think we're meant to think like Gator should be repulsed by both Cylons and women. Hell no. No, he's bisexual. How dare you? But he's... I think Sweet Eight is misguided. Doesn't understand. Nope. She's like, oh, I'm the only woman who ever accomplished this. And Gator would be like, no, I'm just bisexual. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, hi. Hey, we hi. exist. Yeah. I don't know quite why that line made it in, but I don't agree with it. Me either. Also, being bisexual is so much fun because you can objectify everybody. <laughs> No, I was thinking about this because <laughs> I've been editing our last episode. No, the one before last for you, listeners. Sure. Uh, which you would have heard already, obviously. Uh, That's and how it's it works. Really long. Um, Sorry. And then there's this whole we do this whole thing about Veronica Mars because <laughs> look, it, we just felt it was important. But um, I was thinking about like all my comments about Jason Doring. But just everybody, I'm just, I just, I'm just creepy to everyone. Yeah. And I, I love that about being bisexual. I think you have the best of all worlds. I do. Yeah. I just think everyone's really hot all the time. I love that. <laughs> I think that's the, I that's, that's like the ideal situation. That's utopia for me. Yes. <laughs> just it's upsetting. I agree. I almost wish it was utopia for me, but mm -hmm. I'm a little more complicated than that. Oh, yeah, but you're pretty appreciative of everybody. Oh, I am. Yes, I think we which is why I cannot stop watching that gif of Kaden Hoshi <laughs> kissing. <laughs> I almost so wrote much. a reply just saying, said the gay woman. Listen, queer. Queer. Queer for a reason. Queer My for shit everyone. is complicated. All of our shit is complicated. Yep. Anyway. And I wouldn't have it any other way. Yeah. Yeah. It's fun. It is. We have fun. We do. Continue. All right. Um... She has this whole rant about, like, you should have known the way the world works and you kill the ones your enemy values and you were my enemy, fracking idiot. Uh, I think this is maybe the way she said nobody asked you to play both sides. It, does she say that? She says it. Okay. Mm. I think that wasn't an intentional bisexual call out, I'm, but it reads that way. Well, the other one was really obvious and I also felt this one also was. <laughs> um, but yeah, she's like, oh, well, Baltar knew what I was doing. And then we get the flashback to that really intense scene before Gita stabs guys in the neck. Do you know, I can't even tell you how much every fiber of my being, because we didn't hear what he whispered to him in the nope. first episode. We heard it now. And Every fiber of my being was 
hoping that he was calling out to the time that they made sweet, sweet love. I want that world to still exist for you. It does. Okay, good. I just don't think they played the whole clip. I think they cut right. it off halfway through. They were like, whisper, 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 but they cut off the rest of the whisper. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. I think you're right. So this was one of those moments where I like, I was like, yeah, I'm really enjoying these webisodes. And then once James Callis came on and it was a scene from a different episode, I was like, okay, Battlestar Galactica is really good. And this, wo- this webisode is like kind of fine. Because <laughs> um, he's so good mm-hmm. and he just outshines everyone and just Except like, for Gato. how dare you? James Callis, come on. I know, but still. But I also love that all of Gata's lovers made an appearance in this episode. All of the ones we know about. Hey. But now we've got guys in the mix. Mm-hmm. Um, sweet Aid is like, you call it ignorance and it's a flaw, but you say it's like hope or faith or love. And she's so cynical, mm-hmm. sweet Aid. My goodness. Um, and we finally hear that whisper that Gaius said, which was, uh, I know what your eight did. He says something about a secret that I couldn't quite catch. catch yeah, I didn't catch like, it either. I know what your eight did. And I think that was a moment that Gata just didn't want to, he just wanted to pretend he didn't understand. And then he stabs them both in the neck. Whoa, flashback, flash forwards, neck stabbings everywhere. It's his signature move. It is. <laughs> Uh, and then he's just there and she's bleeding and he, he stabbed her. So he has blood all over his hands and he, he wipes it all over his face. Like you, As do, you do yeah. when you've just stabbed someone mm-hmm. standard. Uh, and then we do have this moment where he takes a dose of Morpha and he goes for the second one. And lucky we, know we set that, that up early. We know that a lethal dose is double the regular dose. <laughs> Lethal, someone said. Two instead of one. Um, Two do not become one in this instance. Two become dead. Yeah. And I actually rewound this a couple of times because I wanted to make sure what happened happened. But I think he kind of goes for it and then the camera pans down and you're like, oh, he didn't actually take it. Mm, Yeah, He didn't. No. Uh, And we're glad. Mm. We're glad about that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I would have I would have been so mad. And then Especially he's... on a fucking webisode. If you had killed Gator Come on. Whew, right after revealing he was oh Come my god. On. Whew, 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 whew. Okay. No, we just killed literally everyone else. Mm-hmm. Um, That's fine. We didn't care about them. We hear a little more of Gator's lament. I know. But terribly, but it's it works. With... He's so he's exhausted. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's what I mean. It's good. It's good acting. It's yeah. not Exactly. It's ugly, is what ugly. it is. Ugly acting. Mm-hmm. Throwback to last episode. Yes. Uh, and then it's gay love to the rescue. Yay. And there's a bright shining light. And, and he's coming blind. He's like, he runs up and he's like, Galactica, I'm here, I'm Gata. Uh, and Hoshi's like, Galactica's really far away, but you're okay, baby. Like, yeah, it's, it's beautiful. He calls him baby. Mm. It's so precious. It is. I love it. Uh, we see him being wheeled, presumably, to Doc Coddle, and it's like, kid's going to make it. Uh, and then he's fine, and then he's talking to Ty, and he's like, hey, there shouldn't be a Cylon Alliance, and also you're a Cylon, so I don't want to talk to you, so can I talk to Adama? Mm-hmm. Uh, and Ty is kind of offended, and he's like, there's a meeting later. You can bring it up with the old man then. Um, and then there's our final little scene with... Felix and Lewis 
Louis Hoshi mm-hmm. that I don't think I knew that was his name before. Uh, and there is a line that Louis says where he's like, you're meeting with him of all people. And I don't think we know who him is. Interesting. Mm-hmm. So I assumed it was Adama. No, I'm just throwing that out there. Okay. I'm not sure if it's because a... I don't think I don't think Lewis would be upset. Lisa has a face. Was is it... it his former lover, Caius Bolta? <laughs> we shall see. <coughs> I shall not reveal my secrets. <gasps> oh my god. Maybe this is why they I just up. don't think Lewis would be upset that he was meeting with Adama. That seems pretty standard. That's all I'm saying. Come <laughs> love a guy it's Volta. Maybe. <gasps> my oh my next God. note just says be gay, do crimes. I think we can end on that note. Yep. Uh, but dump your lover first so your lover doesn't get in trouble when you're being gay and doing crimes. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. Okay. He did it out of love. He did. He said, you have a bright future, Lewis. Mm-hmm. I love them. All right. And that's the webisodes. Yeah. That was our very short webisode episode slash it wasn't short at all. Webisode episode. Um, I didn't do counts. No. It doesn't. Nothing it's counts. It's a webisode. Uh, we will see you next time, friends. Bye. Be gay. Do crimes. If I had a hammer, I'd a hammer in the morning, I'd a hammer in the evening, over this land, I'd a hammer out of danger, I'd a hammer out of warning, I'd a hammer out of love between my brothers and my sisters, over this land. I think that song was written for people who don't have hammers. Because before I had a hammer, I probably thought to myself, if I had a hammer, I would hammer in the morning. I'd hammer in the evening. I'd hammer all over this land if I had a hammer. Once you get a hammer, you find you don't hammer as much as you think you would. <laughs>